the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good morning to you. We have a gospel lesson here which speaks of evil in the world, you know, a man possessed by a spirit, the same story uh, told in the Gospel of Matthew says he was moon mad or that that he was a lunatic. So, have you ever heard of a lunatic before? You know, what's a a lunatic? A person driven mad by the moon? Is that what we believe? St. Nikolai points out that Throughout the history of mankind, really from the beginning of the world, people have believed in the spiritual world, but they've also believed that evil is more powerful than good. I've certainly been guilty of feeling that way before, thinking that evil is more powerful than good, at least for now, at least in this life, that you know, maybe in the kingdom to come, you know, we believe in the kingdom of to come, good will overcome evil, but for now in this life, evil will overcome good. That's what I see, that's what I feel, that's what I believe. And so we just have to endure it. And so we walk around like this. You know. <laughs> so this man, he... He says, my son is tormented by a demon, and that's true. He said, he's a lunatic. That's not true. St. Nikolai points out to us again that um, the demons often hide themselves in a way and, you know, who came up with this idea of moon madness or l- lunatics? St. Nikolai says the demons came up with that idea so that they could torment people and blame it on the moon and say the moon is evil and God created the moon, therefore God is evil. So, evil is king. And we do sometimes see increased crazy activity around the the time of the moon. Because of the demon's activities. But we can't fall into their lie that somehow this is governing the course of our lives. You know, we believe in astronomy, but we don't believe in astrology you know the difference you know the Bible teaches us about the signs in in, in the sky the signs and the seasons and, and and things incredible things happened in the in the sky when Jesus was born when he died on the cross coincidence no God telling God revealing but astrology 
says that the stars determine our lives. And this is false. We don't believe that the stars determine our lives. We don't believe that the moon made the boy mad. But that a demon did and tried to get this father to believe that the moon caused it. Even in Jesus' day, what did they say about his power? He cast out demons by the power of Beelzebub. That's the, the, another name for the devil, right? Where did Jesus' power come from? The scribes and the Pharisees, the leaders. He comes from the, from the power of the devil because they believed that the devil was stronger than good. We have to believe that good is more powerful than evil. I remember Father uh, Michelle in the early days of the academy, he, he came up here and he taught us from the Holy Fathers that good is substantial, good, God is good. The divine substance, the divine nature is good and that everything that he made is good by nature and that evil is without substance. St. John of Damascus teaches us that evil is the free will invention of the devil. It has no substance. Which is more powerful? St. Nikolai says, The good spirits are the angels, and it's difficult to tell their number. The good spirits or the angels are immeasurably more powerful than the evil spirits. Evil spirits, in fact, have no power to do anything at all unless God, the all-seeing, permits them. But the evil spirits are also very numerous. Remember the 2,000 evil spirits that, that went into the Gadarene demoniac. But God is the all-powerful. And we have to change our unbelief into belief. We have, to, we have to have faith. Easy to say, Father John. <laughs> it is. It's easier to say than to do, isn't it? But we have to tell ourselves. Maybe say it out loud. Have faith. King David said in his psalm, when we see somebody on the street corner talking to themselves, we usually think they're crazy don't, don't, or, or demon-possessed, talking to them. Look at that guy, talking to himself. Let me read you uh, or quote to you a scripture from King David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. He was talking to himself. He was commanding his soul what it ought to do. And he said it out loud and he wrote it down. 
We need to command ourselves to have faith. To command ourselves to believe that good is more powerful than evil. Sometimes suffering happens because of these devils. Sometimes suffering happens for our healing. And the suffering is from God. St. Nikolai says that suffering and misfortune that the Lord allows to fall on, righteous, on the righteous is not the work of evil but a medicine. Both for the righteous themselves and for those around him, them who understand that their suffering is sent from God for their good. The suffering then that comes from the attacks of evil spirits on man or as a consequence of sin is evil, but the suffering that God allows to fall on men in order to cleanse them completely from sin, pluck them out from under the devil's authority, and bring them close to himself, this purifying suffering is neither from evil nor evil in itself, but is from God for the good of man. And then he quotes King David again. It is good for me that I have been in trouble, that I may learn thy statutes. And so maybe this suffering from the, in, in the boy was from the devil. I mean, it was from, from a demon. But what about the suffering in the man, the father? The father was suffering, looking at his son. And perhaps this suffering was turned and used by the Lord to strengthen this man's faith. He hardly had any faith at all. What did he say to Jesus? If you can do anything, if you can do anything, how about you can do anything? <laughs> no, if you can do anything, Please help my son. St. Nikolai reminds us of other people who express faith in various degrees in the gospel lessons. He speaks of the, reminds us about the leper. The leper said, If you will, you can make me clean. If you will to do it, you can make me clean. That expresses more faith, doesn't it? Than if you can do anything. Prince Jairus, he called on Jesus Christ to raise his daughter, and he said, come and lay your hand on her and she will be healed. More faith. Come and lay your hand on her and she'll be healed. Then he reminds us of the centurion soldier. The centurion soldier whose servant was sick, he said, Speak only the word and he will be healed. You don't even have to come. You don't even have to lay your hand on him. Just speak the word and he'll be healed more faith again 
And then finally, he reminds us of the woman with the issue of blood. And this is very touching. She didn't say anything. All she did was she came believing and touched the hem of her garment. And the Lord turned and said, great is your faith. Great. And so he needed to strengthen this man's faith. O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? I'm sure glad there wasn't some 21st century television journalist standing there when he said that. Oh, so Jesus, are you saying that everybody's faithless? Are you saying that this whole generation is perverse? Everybody? There isn't, there, there's not even one? I mean, you're judging everybody, aren't you? You know? And, 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 and you want to get out of here? Is that what you're saying? You want to leave? How long shall I be? How long shall I suffer you? You don't want to be with us anymore, Jesus? Are you, you, you don't want to be an American anymore. <laughs> you know, we need to be patient with offenses. <laughs> we need to be patient. and We're being taught by our surrounding society to be impatient with the slightest offense. This is not what Jesus taught us. He taught us to be patient in offenses. And we need to do this and we need to show it to others. Silence. And so he raised the boy. He cast the demon out and gave him back to his father. And then the apostles said, why, why couldn't we do this? He, <laughs> again, St. Nicholas, he doesn't pull any punches. He he says, you know, the Lord gave them the power to do this. He gave them authority over the demons and the evil spirits. And they lost it. They lost it. How did they lose it? Well, they, unbelief, uh, but we don't know. He says that something happened. They lost it. But they could regain it by exercising faith Faith and more faith, he says. <laughs> they come not out but by prayer and by fasting. So Jesus gave them something to do to increase their faith and to regain their authority. And then he took them away and he said, I'm going up to Jerusalem and I'm going to be crucified. They're going to kill me. And on the third day, I will rise again from the dead. Why did he do this? Why did he voluntarily go up? Next Sunday, we read that he walked ahead of them in the crowd, showing his earnest and his voluntary uh, uh, will 
to enter into this. Among other things, there's a million reasons, a million answers to that question, why did he do it? Maybe one answer for us today in this gospel lesson is that by his suffering, their faith might be increased. When they first scattered, but then they were brought to great faith after his resurrection, by the descent of the Holy Spirit, the power to give in them to cast out demons and to conquer the world. And so may the Lord renew in us as we approach that time of His voluntary suffering for our salvation. May He increase our faith and give us the knowledge and the sight and the ability to see that good is more powerful than evil and that good is forever and that evil will perish from this earth.